0: This is the Dose of Fat Podcast, the Shred Sisters Spill Show. This was recorded in July of 2019. Is the Shred Sisters spill episode of the Dose of Fat? Let me introduce the host of the Dose of Fat and card-carrying member of the Shred Sisters, Leah Rollins. Hi,
1: it's good to be back and fat. So, today's show has a very special sponsor, uh, Elements Therapeutic Massage, located in Fitchburg and Middleton, Wisconsin. Experience the difference with their month-to-month membership program, the Elements Wellness Program, and their guarantee, the Elements Promise, all built around their therapeutic, handcrafted, and personalized approach to massage that they call the Elements Way.
0: Check them out at Elements Massage in Fitchburg and Middleton, or just find Sherry. She's the uh, she's the owner, and, and she's, she's sitting right next to me. Yay! Uh, but we do. We're we're, we're we're, that's like spoiler alert. Yep, spoiler We're off the script.
1: <laughs> All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, it's the Shred Sisters Spill All with Sherry Mix and Heather Stelgis.
0: You're about to get checked by a trio of chicos rapidamente on Fat Bike Radio. So I heard you need a fat bike. Come to Zion Cyclery in Zion, Illinois. Welcome back, cats and kitties. It's our pleasure to introduce the Shred Sisters.
1: Please welcome to the program, Mrs. Sherry Mix and Mrs. Heather Staljes. Hi, ladies.
2: Hi. Hello.
1: So today is a very special day because we're trying something new. Uh, the women are taking over this segment. So we've got a ton of topics that we want to cover, all about women in cycling. Um, I put a little survey out to see, uh, you know, what people would be interested in learning about, and based off. The interests, I asked you two to come in because of some of your awesome knowledge. So first of all, I wanted to introduce Sherry. She is the person that got me into bike racing. Uh So yeah, about 10 Uh years ago, um, I had my boyfriend at the time had said, hey, let's go ride our bikes in the woods. I had no idea what, what that meant. And the next thing I know, I'm at Kettle Moraine and we're like flying down hills and we're in tennis shoes, no helmets, like soccer shorts. This is crazy. My bike's going to fall apart. But great workout. So him and I would go out there and, and ride every once in a while. And then I was in a business networking group with Sherry, and we we're just chit-chatting about it. And she's like, you know, there are races. I'm like, what is that? You know? <laughs> she's like, well, come out and try it. So I go to the Wars Series race down in Lake Geneva. And I'm following her around the course. She's showing me the course, and she is literally dropping me on every descent, like I'm pedaling backwards. And I'm like, how are you going so fast? She's like, get off your brakes! (laughs) (laughs) So that was like the most important thing that I learned in in mountain biking was from her. And then uh, she ended up, shortly after that, having a couple kids. Yep, three Three, kids. Three little ones. And took an eight-year hiatus from mountain biking and comes back and, like, texts me two or three months ago, hey, I want to get back into biking, like, let's
2: ride. And what was the bike that you still had? Um, The best bike ever. Um, What do you call that? Retro? No. The classics division? the classics division. Retro bike. Yeah, my retro bike. Yeah. So my top fuel 9.8 is the best bike ever. Yeah. From like
1: 1999 with 26 inch wheels. I'm like, honey, we come along. Maybe it's 2008. Way. Give me 10 years. <laughs> okay. 2009. Mine. But it was
2: the sweetest bike ever.
1: Yeah. At, for then it was yes. great. Like I had one too and I was one of the last to give up a 26 inch for a 29. That. I was like, dude, I'm not, forget it. I'm not doing it. And I'm like the, a little kid on a big girl's bike. You I'm not doing in the last. You, yep. And then, so she's like, really? 29? I'm like, oh, girl. Well, I'm going to get it tuned up. I'm like, no, you just need to get rid of it. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was doing research on why 26-inch wheels are better and sending these links to layout, and she was just like, stop. No, stop it. <laughs> stop it right now. Um, so what made you decide
1: to want to get back into mountain biking after being away so long?
2: Honestly, I think I saw a bunch of your pictures because you post like crazy and having so much fun. And I, I, that feeling of adrenaline and just the rush of excitement you get when you're on the trails and, you know, just forget everything else and you're riding. It's a super cool feeling. And I, when I saw your pictures, I was like, I just want to do that again. Miss doing that. Because you were
1: racing back in like what two thousand Cat mm-hmm. One
2: Elite. Mm-hmm, Yep, I probably started in ninety nine. I started racing ninety nine two thousand. Started racing in two thousand and one. I did Citizen that whole first year, and then two thousand and two and two thousand and three. I did Elite. Um, so yeah, I think what is ninety nine. I w- was riding at Levis um, Levis Mound it was my first mountain bike off trail course I'd ever been on. And we saw these signs that said buzzard buster. We had no clue what that meant. Um, and here's this whole wars series I had no idea about. And so just riding through Lovis mountain, we saw these signs and decided to sign up for a race. And that's how it all started. And then you're stuck.
3: Stuck. It's so fun. (laughs) And how did you get in Heather? Um, well, originally I started mountain biking with my, my older brother, Nick, um, just for like a summer um the first mountain bike trail i ever rode was in moab oh huh, like the best trail ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and ever since you've kind <laughs> of like oh i mean lovis
2: moab yeah, pretty no. much the same thing
3: but then um you know it was just something to do every once in a while and it's then a workout. yeah it was a way to to get off the legs from running i was primarily a runner before this and then um as it turns out I married somebody who was pretty athletic, and um, we were both runners, and then Corey just my husband, um, got injured and turned to riding as his next competitive adventure, and I stuck with running for a little bit longer, and then just kind of dabbled in the mountain biking um, here and there, and, and riding here and there, and then... As, as it happens with, with running sometimes, uh, my body just couldn't handle that that kind of volume. And so biking became sort of the, the main event. Um, there seems
1: to be a big reason why people switch from whatever other sport they were in. You know, because like mountain biking, no one really, you just tripped on it somehow. It wasn't out there. It wasn't no, mainstream. Sure. So a lot of us grew up doing different sports and then injuries yeah. You know, and
3: biking, it, you know, it's not going to kill the knees. No, no, unless you get a bad fit. But I do remember <laughs> when I was a, you know, a kid um, running cross country, we would always get the silent sports magazine in Wisconsin as like, that was like the free thing you got when you were in a silent sport in high school. And I always remember seeing Schwalm again, fat tire on there and thinking, oh, maybe someday that'd be fun. And then also being like uh I don't think I can do that on my Huffy. Um, you know, and then now, you know, fast forward about 25 years, and it's, it's the primary goal almost every season for us. Is the shwami? Yeah. It's up there.
2: That's super cool.
3: Yeah. So it is funny how it all rolls out.
1: Yeah. So in the house, we have a couple women that have been biking for quite a while. Like there's probably 30 years combined experience here Mm -hmm. and um so one of the things that the women were asking about were: what are some of the biggest changes that you've seen sherry from when you were racing back in the early 2000s to now almost 2020 oh my god like coming back (laughs) 10 years later (laughs) so
2: different well first thing you said was 26 inch wheels 29er is the way to go all the way for sure that was the first thing i learned Um, you had to school me on everything because I didn't know technology. Holy cow. The trainers. Everything is like Bluetooth and it all figures it out for you. There's no manually figuring anything out. I couldn't remember... We used to manually figure out like our. We had to figure out our max heart rate and like the zones we wanted to be in all manually. Like there you was, had to do your own math. Like, like finger on, like finger on
3: your pulse with the watch, and you're like, yeah, there was oh, no 10. okay. Computers. What's
2: that? <laughs> tell me what yeah. my wattage. Like what is that? That's all new to me. I had so many questions. I was asking me to get a little I more
1: than a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little you of a little you were a kid. bit of a little bit of a little bit of a
2: little bit of a little bit of a That bit of a little bit of that? little bit of a little from 20 years ago on Strava to see if I could follow. See, they're
1: still biking?
2: They're not on there. They probably don't know about it. <laughs> they probably had
1: kids and disappeared from the sport, it's too. It's like the
2: biking Snapchat world or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I I probably participate in Strava conversations more than I do on, on Facebook because it's like people that I have similar interests with.
2: Right. They're doing the same thing yeah. as you. Yeah. It's super cool. I. And the Bluetooth trainer, my Cyclops trainer that I got in 2003 was the best thing ever. It's like really the first Cyclops trainer they ever put out. I never thought I would ditch that thing as fast as I did, but holy smokes, this Wahoo trainer? Who knew? Mm -hmm. Crazy. I just, the technology blows my mind, really. It makes it all not easier, but but almost easier. Well, okay,
1: so you're a mom. And you own and run a business, and you have three children and a husband to manage. So, you know, it's like, how do you manage all that and training to race? One of the big things is having that trainer inside Mm -hmm. where you can just pop on for an hour and be done versus, Mm -hmm. like, getting everything ready,
2: right? For sure. Like, I... Um, in between racing, I did some triathlons, but it was always trying to find time to go outside and do it two hours. You know, I see people even on a two, three hours are out riding. Like I don't have time for that. So, um, really maximizing my time on the trainer is like how I have to do it with wattages. And this is the time I have, this is what I need to do and get it done. Like there's no other way to do it. So, um, a lot of times I'm up at 5am quarter to five, depends how long I want to ride If I sleep until five thirty and I'm like, oh, I sacrificed, you know, some time on the trainer, but I really have to get up right away in the morning to make it happen and maybe after work rides might happen. (laughs) Depends how the day goes. I know. Well that too, but um, just you know, it's really helped to get the workout done right away so I know I got that done and if the day goes well, if it's not raining and I can go later. For fun I'll go for fun, and if it works out it works out if it doesn't it doesn't but to re- rely on going later you know if it doesn't happen then it's like I didn't get to do anything so
1: yeah so i I think the point is try and get your workout in that you need that's most important in the morning mm-hmm. and then that extra is for the evening so what I was doing is I was like lifting weights or doing my stretches early in the morning and then a million things would happen and I won't get my my actual tr- important training ride in, mm-hmm. in the evening. Cause like a million things came up or I was tired or whatever. And then I was feeling guilty. Right. Mm-hmm. So a friend of mine gave me really good advice. is like the most important workout of your day should be in the morning. So like I'll do the trainer ride or, or whatever needs to get done in the morning. And then the evenings are for fun, like playing in the dirt Hitting jumps or trails or taking out girlfriends. Taking out um, friends who haven't I've been I've been carting around like four of my bikes. Like <laughs> different know when people never try. Mean, Like Getting
2: everybody into biking. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: ladies out there, if you want to try a bike, I have extra bikes and a big van to carry them around with. Um, so, another question for you, Sherry, was uh, people were wondering what are some of the good family friendly races that you would recommend for either the beginner, you know, or someone getting back into it, or that does have, you know, a couple kiddos?
2: You know, you got me thinking, because I've been looking ever since I decided I wanted to do that race. I've been looking for some small local races. There used to be so many small local races, and I've been having a hard time finding them. Um, I know you had just sent one down by Chicago.
1: The Palos meltdown?
2: um, I know there's got to be a few random ones, but... They're, I feel like they're harder to come by now than they used to be um, I know the wars does have the kids races and the juniors races they have a lot more categories now so definitely someone starting out have has more options than they did um, a while ago but i I would really like to try to find some more local races. Um, like, where I'm from, Platteville, we used to have the Hirsch Farm. Mm. They called it the Burrito Blowout. It was the coolest thing, because you got this huge burrito
3: afterwards. <laughs> like and then you blew out.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why you did and it. Hopefully
3: you didn't get it before. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes. Wait, but no, I, I don't know if they do that anymore. Um, they do.
3: I think they, they. I don't know when it happens, but Corey's done it before. Okay, I, so so it's feel like it's, I feel I like it might be, be in the it. spring now. Oh, is it? But it was still off on the farm, yeah. Okay.
2: And I know Rock Cut used to have a race, and I in rock
3: rock rockford yeah
2: Yeah. and i don't know if they do that anymore um but i was thinking you know probably the best way to do it is just to get involved in some ride groups and people know stuff going on like you knew that palos one i would never i didn't find that when i was searching
1: yeah i mean social media is like the biggest thing that's that's pushing out um the races i mean uh, the Schwamagon I don't even want to do the Schwamagon but they're literally emailing me every single week <laughs> you know or I'm you're seeing the the ads right and and mm-hmm. so there's so much more opportunity to just see what's happening if you're involved in biking at all so yeah. my suggestion would be to just you know start joining uh, Facebook groups mm-hmm, like of sure. the 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 trail systems and just the ride groups and they're consistently posting events that are going on and guys that are listening if you know if you know of any two definitely send them to Gomez and he'll add them to the the show notes for sure.
2: I mean, I did a quick search of just group rides and there's six that popped right up on Google of group rides in Madison for women family. You know, they have different levels, so there's so many options. Yeah, like the Belljoy rides.
1: rides Yeah, I never heard of that before. So wherever you live, just say, you know, Google group rides Mm -hmm. near me or something.
2: And then you know, the more involved you are in those, the more you hear about things going on that you wouldn't have otherwise. So I mean that's how I'm hearing about everything (laughs) is through Leia.
1: Yeah, or just just to find somebody that knows and bug the hell out of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like every morning and every night.
2: Well, now I have Heather's numbers. So. Yeah, you do.
1: and and that's where you can go with the technical questions. So sometimes Sherry will text me some technical thing about the bike. I'm like, nope, that's where I draw the line. Oh, well, that question! I don't even just... know what disc brakes are. Okay, <laughs> so that's a big technology change. disc brakes. Well, there you okay. go. That is. Yeah, sure. yeah,
3: yeah, for
2: sure. And the brain. What was there was no brain. The brain is fairly
1: new. Yeah, Yeah. it's so awesome though. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Like you know, when stuff first comes out, you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever.
3: Let somebody else work out (laughs) the details. Yeah, once you get it it, next year. Oh my
1: god! Like I just got a got a dropper post. Oh yeah.
3: Oh good God!
1: Me. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> drop it and roll it.
2: My cousin lives in Washington, and she rides mountain bike all the time. And she has a Juliana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I first thing I the asked Santa me, I'm Cruz, like, "Do you have a drop seat?" And she's like, "Of course I do." She's like, "Yeah, it's, it's the coastal riding." <laughs> yes, yes, I have a drop yeah. seat. I felt really cool by knowing what that was.
3: <laughs> you got major points. With that <laughs> I, one. Did, I did. You're already ahead of me then. Yeah. <laughs> So speaking of like
1: the bike, uh, that was another question was how do you manage your bicycle? You know, so not everybody has a husband that does it for them. Mm -hmm. So if you are a woman and you are typically biking alone or with other ladies or friends and you have to maintain your bike, how do you do that? I think what that's are
3: a, some of the best tips for that? Uh, well, I'm, I'm one of those women who has somebody who takes care of a lot of it for me. Um, so I'm really, really privileged in that sense. But, you know, I, I do know that there are a few shops. I think Chrono Metro has, like, a woman's clinic for bite, basic bike maintenance. Um, I mean, I think certainly you can refer to good old YouTube to check some stuff out. Um, but I think the, the other key part is... Uh, is to really find your, find your person, find, find your person that you trust to, to work on your bike. Um, you know, yeah, Corey takes care of a lot of stuff on my bike, but shameless plug for, for, for the team, I, I, no, actually, but Isaac Neff of Neff cycle yeah. service that he is so welcoming of everybody. And if you can find yourself an Isaac Neff who just wants to get people on bikes and isn't going to judge you or shame you or say anything about what you're riding until you ask him, that's that's the treasure trove. I mean, he's an amazing mechanic too, but I think that's the other thing that he really brings is he just wants people on bikes. And so if you come in there with whatever it is, you're 26, you know, from 2008 He'll take a look at that and make t- it make it totally what you can. Did. Yeah, right? I mean, I mean, yeah. he just doesn't he doesn't mm-hmm. shame, doesn't guilt, just hears you out. And so, I think finding finding somebody like that is is key. Find a mechanic you trust the yep. same
1: way you keep your stylist the same.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? You know, you know your banker.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Build a relationship with a mechanic and always go to him because they will learn your bike as mm-hmm. as well. And I've done that and I've found that's so successful because then they've seen my bike, they've known what's going on, they know how to fix it, and I trust them to do it right versus just taking it to whichever bike shop that you're nearest. Mm -hmm. And to be honest with you, you know, there's a lot of good mechanics out there, but you don't know what you're going to get, right? You don't know if you just got the new guy that just upgraded Mm -hmm. from tuning bikes. And these mountain bikes, they take a beating, and Mm. they are not cheap to fix. So, you know, it's kind of like, you're trusting the woman at the salon that's been doing your hair for 15 years versus going to cost cutters Mm -hmm. and you don't, they might chop you to the bone. You might get lucky, but it's unlikely. So, You know, I have a husband that can do a lot of the work on the bikes, too, but he doesn't like to because he will get bitched (laughs) at if something goes wrong.
2: (laughs) So I'm not touching it. Yeah, he's like,
1: I'm not, nope, I'm not going there, (laughs) Like, he'll clean it and stuff. But um, I, so I I typically, I have a, a couple mechanics that I really like. So, like, when I'm in Green Bay, I obviously go to Broken Spoke, you know? I got my guy there.
2: Nobody heard that. (laughs) <laughs> but <laughs> Pop, what are you popping up
1: and then in Madison mm-hmm. I do refer everybody to to Isaac mm-hmm. um, yeah. I think he does a great job and then I also used to work with Wilhelm oh yeah, um, yeah. he used to work for Trek and he's a magician uh, but he he used to like live like a block away from me so that was awesome oh, so far so but anyway the point is um, you can always find you know you, again you google like different bike shops are having women's uh, you know, learn Women's how to fix clinics, it so you can yeah. do some of the basics. Yeah. But the, I'd say the biggest thing is stuff goes wrong. Get your mechanic and mm-hmm. take it there. Yeah, for sure. And you can learn because things from them. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, I'm finally using some of the right lingo when I'm referring to my oh. bike. If I'm like, Oh, something's creaky. I can at least say, Oh my, it's the bracket something's going on <laughs> right. my bottom bracket. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and that instead of being like, I don't know, it's down there. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: Oh, Isaac was the best. What did he was the best person you referred me to really? Like not being in this scene for so long and not really sure what was going on. He likes to talk. Oh my gosh. I kept calling my C post. What's the, what the stem? I kept calling my stem the post and he was so nice to me. Like, what are you talking about? But I kept calling things the wrong names and he was so patient. Like, he was really patient with me but just asking, you know, okay, how do I loop my chain again? Like, how often do I have to do this? Yeah. Just run through it quick yeah. and he, you know, was just so good about that. And mm-hmm. and
1: if you're and if you're on your own, you're biking your own, maybe try and stick like if you're newer, stick to the, be un, until you know more about the bike and you know what you would need to do to fix it if you're mm-hmm. on the your own in the middle of the woods and need to get out of there. You know, stick to those trails where there are More like a four to seven mile loop. So the bike Mm -hmm. breaks down, you break a, heaven forbid, the dang derailleur. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Ah! (laughs) Right? You can walk out of there. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not stuck in the middle of the woods. It's just like a safety thing. If you're going to do more of those epic rides, maybe be in a group,
3: Mm
1: -hmm. right? Of people. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I wanted to caveat that. Like when I go on a ride on my own, I do. Um, send a note to somebody saying, "Hey, I'm out on my own. Um, if I do not text you within three hours, like call in the meds. Yeah, because you even if you're on an easy trail,
3: anything mm-hmm.
1: can happen. So Seriously. someone's got to know uh, where you are, just in case.
3: And that's the other great thing about technology is find, find my phone. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, I like these beacons now, right? Or? Like I can, you know, and it, it's how help, it's helpful for safety, but it's also helpful. Like, well, when do I start dinner? You know, I can be like, <laughs> Oh, well, Corey's in the seminal. Okay. I should start. Okay. Yep. That's 20 how you 20 keep minutes. track of your cycling man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, but it is really hand, like there is part of me that's like, okay, worse comes to worse. Somebody's going to check in on me at some yeah. point. Um, so you know, again, that's, that's a privilege that I have, but I like the idea of being like, Hey, I'm, I'm out in the woods or I'm on the road and this is where I'm headed. Uh, I still do that with my parents when I'm riding up at, by my parents' house, you know, it's a bunch of gravel roads. There's not, they're not always used to bicyclists, um, that are not Mennonites. And so <laughs> they're always like, well, which direction are you headed? And I'm like, <laughs> I you know South Mom, <laughs> we're in the rural Wisconsin like that, that can be anyway. <laughs> but um, you know they, they're still like okay, that's good to know. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so speaking
1: of uh, Corey and keeping track of him, um, for those of you who didn't know, Corey is seriously super fast. Um, won the Berkey. He's has he won the Schwamagon a couple times? Only once. And he just won the Lutzen, Lutzen 99er did for the third just time.
2: Did you say only once?
3: I, I know. <laughs> she, I just said, like, she said more a couple times, and I was just clarifying only one time. <laughs> so, it was amazing. And, and you kidding. did really
1: well at Lutzen as well.
3: I, I did. <laughs> it. I was sixth. Okay, that's, that's probably, awesome. what it, like probably what I should have been. It's probably what I should have been done, you know. like that's amazing. A but qualified up. for Ludville.
1: Yeah. So both of you are going to be racing Ludville. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is a training. That's a new addition this is to a the training Question: I have a couple training questions. Like yeah. this was a big hot topic that people were interested in. Like uh, a couple is, you know, do you have specific training regimens for specific races? And then, okay, so you've got Corey's plans. You know, race and you're, you're training for the same race, do you actually have different plans based on? The fact that you're a woman, he's a man, or are they this
3: the same? They are pretty like, much the same. So it doesn't matter the sex. It's they're pretty much the same. What's different is the volume. And part of that is also just the 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 flexibility that Corey has with his job. So he can he can work a ten hour day one day and then work a six hour day the next day and that six hour day he can get a, you know, three to four hour ride during the week. I no can duo for me. Um I mean I, I really probably could, but that's not that's just not what who I am. So and you so, have a full time like Yeah, nine both to of five, us. Both of right? us work
1: full time. Um, so how do you fit the training hours? Like what do you do to train for these huge I mean there's like hundred mile races.
3: Weekends. <laughs> no, I mean it is uh to to be honest, so the regimen is it's it follows pretty much the same all year round, depending on what it is, but there are also some differences. So, um, the best example is Schwamigan. So I typically race that single speed. Um, and so I will go do a 30 minute tempo on the hilliest roads I can find, which is Fritz road, (laughs) you know, outside of Belleville and then into, um, Verona. And I do a thirty minute tempo there on the single speed on the mountain bike, uh, just to prepare for getting arrow and then mashing up the hills. Um, and I do that, you know, starting six weeks before Shewamigan, essentially. So that's that's an example of like being very, very specific. Um, certainly, with these longer ones, like we're we're still trying to build build the volume. and I think part of that is just is confidence. Um, if I go out and I ride four to five hours, well then, okay, I can make it to seven to probably 10 at Leadville, um, hours that'll be in the saddle. So, um, but typically during the week, it's, it's two, it's two hours on, in the saddle, three days a week. Um, we really thrive off a of structure. Um, so Mondays are always easy. That is, that's like sacred. <laughs> like yeah, Monday's are like easy off day. day. Yeah. So for me, it's off. So that's the difference. Like that's when I talk about volume. volume, Corey will still ride for an hour easy on a Monday. Now that's like really easy. Like he goes and gets our groceries over his lunch hour on Monday. Um, which I think kind of gets to the second, you know, one of the other parts of the question is kind of what you were talking about, Stacy, is that efficiency. Like we're just finding little nuances all the day, you know, all the time to make it work. Like, I finished up my ride at the at the the oil change place, picked up our car, and then drove here. <laughs> so there's just all these little things that we get creative about, and it's kind of exciting. Um, so that's the way we we kind of get it done. And then Fridays are always again sort of a low day. Obviously, there's prepping times, for
1: big volume on the weekends.
3: Big volume on the weekends. A drink on Friday night on the back <laughs> porch. I mean, um, so. I mean, that, that structure has really been the thing that works for us currently in our life. Um, so I get home, and every, you know, every night. I'm home by 7. Um, our friend Christina, you know, I was always like, oh, I got to be home by 7. That's when I turn into a pumpkin. Um, and it's not. Like, that's when I actually have to go home and, like, get ready for the next day. And so um, that structure is just really, really helpful. So we get home at 7, make supper. Eat, you know, and then prepare for the next day. So that I think is the key to to what we do and how we work currently.
2: You and I would make good partners. When she tells me she's going on at six PM, I'm like, Oh, I can't do that. <laughs>
3: I'll turn into a pumpkin in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're getting up at quarter to five, you, you <laughs> might actually turn into a pumpkin. But yeah. But otherwise it's pretty I think the training is relatively the same. Um Just different watts and
1: and volume. Oh, God. Yeah, definitely different
3: watts. (laughs) Corey hits, you know, what I hit on my 20 minute tempo is endurance pace. Yeah, ridiculous.
1: Um, So, what about intensity versus volume for these long ones?
3: I would say that we generally always, we probably focus a little bit more on volume in general than intensity, but our volume is always quality. I'm not just going out and pardon my language, dicking around. Uh, oh girl, I know bike. you can hammer. <laughs> I tried to do a road ride with her last year. Oh, it was Josh, like, you were on I'm a gonna, cyclocross I'm bike gonna, and you were nailing it. I'm going to,
1: Puke, <laughs> are
3: generous. I want to see that. <laughs> like, can just, we set this that, up? I'm
1: like, when are they going to slow down? These these girls are just like do not slow down. They're
3: going in the wind. They're just like Wah. the end the windy section was super. I was like, dear God, like, I was drafting off of that. I was like, woo, in woo, that hard. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So that's the thing is like they're like. It is volume, but it's quality volume. It's not, it's not junk miles. It's always like, okay. And and I measure that, right? You know, if I go out and I'm like, okay, yep. Hit my wattage. Wow. I must be feeling pretty good. My heart rate is like, you know, five beats lower this week than it was three weeks ago on this ride. Okay. Let's try to hit, let's try to move up the, that wattage a little bit. How do you get
1: your plan? Do you have a coach or are you lucky enough to have Corey the Mr. Engineer numbers <laughs> freak?
3: Yeah, I uh, it, I live I live with my coach. Yeah. Yep. For those um, of
1: you who don't have...
3: Get yourself cam- one. Yeah,
1: get one. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. Every woman needs her little engineered cyclist. They're great. They're mm-hmm. little, but they're great. Uh, <laughs> or uh, one of the books that I read was... Uh, the Cycling Bible by mm-hmm. Joe Friel, which is really yep. good, talks about periodization. Which is
3: where Corey got a lot of his his basics. And to be honest, a lot of it also follows what we both had been taught as as runners. And a
1: triathlete, mm-hmm. it's a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, but and Joe then, Friel's for real. He's awesome. And then uh, the other one that I'm liking is the Trainer Road Uh you know it's structured for indoor workouts on the trainer, but when you look at their plans, they have different plans for you know maybe like a short track or the regular x c or marathon, and you can pick a plan and even if you're not doing them inside on the trainer, you can say, oh well you know they're they've got intervals for you know five eight minute intervals at f t p or something like that, and you can kind of do that on the road you don't necessarily have to be on the trainer, so i found that to I'm not coached either. I just kind of have been well, it's crafting it over the last couple of years. Yeah, you what know, well, works?
3: I think that's the huge part um, of training, and, and I, for some reason, I feel like it is more more important for women. is Is a little bit of that exploration and really getting to know yourself and your body and responding to it. Like I have a cold right now. Sorry, listeners. Like my nose is like super nasally. I I wanted to get up. And ride early this morning. And I was like, yeah, probably shouldn't. Like, I really want to, but I know that if I am nice to my body now, it's going to be nice to me come August 10th.
1: That leads us to overtraining.
3: Mm -hmm. Thank you. you.
1: Competitive women Mm -hmm. and and overtraining and just being beat up. Like, how do you fend off the effects of overtraining?
3: Well, I, I think part of it is really connected to that previous statement of structure. So within that structure, you know, I have two easy or off days, depending on what, what the week looks like, built in every week, right? Like there's always one day off or really, really easy built in. So I think that's really helpful. The other kind of rule that we follow, follow pretty closely is no more, than, no more than three weeks up with volume. Right? So if you're crushing it and killing it for 3 weeks, man, you better drop down fourth that, week. that you fourth back week. it down. Yep. I like, mean it's not like you're not doing anything. You're you're just easy spinning and still with like one, you know, decent effort in the in the week and then maybe your weekend, but you're really But the
1: volume is less than half.
3: Oh gosh, yeah. For, no, for sure. Absolutely. Less than half is so, it is easy week.
1: So to give you guys an example, um, for me, Mondays are always off. Mm-hmm. Tuesday I lift heavy weights. And so I'll do a really, really light, like uh, just clean out the legs ride. Mm -hmm. And then Wednesday and Thursday are intervals, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: you know, just structured, get it done intervals, usually on the trainer to make sure it happens. And then those evenings, I might go out for a lollygag ride with my girlfriends in the dirt for fun, right? And then Friday is a really... Lollygags me. She's like, (laughs) wait a
2: second. (laughs) I'm sitting right here, Leia. My brakes are burning. (laughs) She's telling me not to break. Uh Like, oh my God, but there's a corner there.
1: You know, and then Friday will be a fun day, whatever I want to do, but it's easy. And then Saturday, Sunday are just, you know, those long, big... Rides, whether it be on a mountain bike or the road bike, I'm finding hills. I'm finding epic trails, something really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so on my big weeks, I'm doing anywhere from 12 to 16 hours. Yep. Right? And this is, this is at the Cat 1, you guys. So if, you know, if you're Cat 2, okay, shave a couple hours off of that, right? Cat 3, shave a couple hours. Yep. But on my fourth week, I mean, 8 max
3: yeah, it's like an hour. So on that easy week for me, my hours are about the same. Um, my Tuesday is not lifting, although it should be. I've we been, gotta get. I've been, you I've been doing real. Some I've been real Woo. inspired. Oh my god! Could you imagine? Man, what to be popping back Man, here? Climbing, <laughs> squat buoy is for real. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish you guys could see my face right now. I'm referencing my tuchus. Um I mean, so it's two hours on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, essentially with that, that quality mileage and then big weekends and on an easy week, it's, it's an hour on a Tuesday. Maybe I'm getting groceries. Maybe I'm biking to meet a girlfriend. Um, and then maybe Tuesday or Tuesday or, or, I'm sorry, Wednesday or Thursday of that week, like maybe I'll pop out like a, a two hour ride. So it is, it's literally Half. Compared to what it usually is.
1: So the key is, like, get. you have to give yourself that week. Do not feel guilty for not getting the training in. And that's the problem with our, like, mental state is we're so competitive. And if we're not going as hard as we can on every ride, we're doing it wrong. No. I I mean, we. there's so many women that have been through this. I've Mm -hmm. been through this where we get to those days, like, you got nothing, and you just work harder and harder, and you can't do anything. And it's so frustrating mm-hmm. and it's not that you're not fit you are just you stop, can't get off it. the
3: bike yeah I think the other big too the other big thing is taking taking a good chunk off you know so particularly for for myself um I still do dabble in running like I'm hoping to do a half uh, marathon in the fall um but we we race kind of all year round you know um, it's fat bike and then it's into getting ready for mountain bike and then it's a little bit of cyclocross and then it's fat bike. So really it becomes so, so important after each of those seasons to take a week or two totally off and be what we like to call in our house, normal people. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> go, like oh. go play tennis or something. Oh my God. <laughs> Come home and watch TV. Like yeah, that's who, who fine. Who does that? Yeah. Tennis. That's an interesting one. Um, great sport. I'm, but I'm, you could tear your ACL. I'm just saying. Um, been there, done That is that. exactly what she was talking about. <laughs> so I'm talking about like literally like paint the house, like read a book, like do all of those things that you want to do, but you don't do because you're like, oh, I got to go train because I'm going to go crush my goal. And I think it kind of, again, like thinking about the overtraining again, that's really like pay attention to yourself. And if you don't know your body, stop and just try to listen and learn. Don't plow through that shit. Because yeah, don't I think, think you're
1: tough by getting I, I listen, through a workout when your legs are dead. So,
3: Cor- yes. And, and, and anything in between Corey's been sick for two, sick for two weeks, right? And Lutzen 99 or he was sick and. And guess what? You I was like, whatever. Are. I got amazing immunity. I grew up on cow, <laughs> raw cow's milk. I'm fine. I never get <laughs> sick. And then here I am. And I'm like, son of a, and I knew it was coming. Like I knew, I knew Sunday night it was coming. I was like, S-
1: it's coming. And then you start popping like, the zy don't,
3: don't get, you know, like just <laughs> listen, listen to it. And again, like if you don't know what you're listening for, just pause and check every once in so, a while. Well, that's, I think that's huge because I think one of the differences that we do have as women is we carry way more stress. Way more stress. I think it's something like the National Institute of, of Health is like, Oh, women report experiencing fifty percent more stress than men. All of that is it culminates in your training. It's not right. like you're like It I affects mean, your body. Yeah, totally. Stress totally infects your body and affects your immune system and affects your ability to rest. It affects your ability to push it. It affects your focus. All of that shit is really important when it comes to, to training and being the best athlete that you can be. I mean, absolutely. Like
1: you can't be 110% everything that you're doing. So
3: for for example,
1: in, in, in my job, my busy time, uh, you know, for renewals and marketing is... For making bank. For making the money is <laughs> is going to be November, December, January, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I got to go balls out in my job. So the training has to back off mm-hmm. or else you're going to... Everything's going to blow up. Like, you cannot be the best at everything that you do at all mm-hmm. the time. It's like each part of your life has to... You got to try and find a, a rhythm. So if you're like super stressed out in your home life, maybe back off the the pressure of the biking. Take a race off. Like don't do the race you signed up for. Oh shit! Get take, this take a other month. thing in order, mm-hmm. right? And then once that's in order, then cycle it back up. But don't, you know, you got so much stress. Don't add that added physical and mental stress of like, oh my god, now I have to try and win this race or. Be the I best go I could be. Here. It's just, you're
3: going to implode. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think it is very much the idea of, okay, this is going full force right now. I'm actually just going to use exercises as my outlet. I'm, it's not going to be my pressure thing. Right. You know, like yeah. change, change yeah. the and that's mindset. That's my, that's my September and October. I work in higher education. Turns out when college students come back to, to campus, you get real busy. And so it works like I can push through for those final few weeks of Schuamigan, but then it just doesn't, it just doesn't happen. And so, and i I'm okay with that now, but it took me, it still took me a few years to be like, oh yeah, September, this October, is yeah. you know, if you can get out for, you know, some decent rides twice during the week. Amazing. And then if not,
1: it's okay. Whatever. That's like, cool. Job comes first sometimes.
3: Yeah, sometimes right. it like, does because it turns out you actually yeah need you got to gotta make money to support this habit. <laughs> <laughs> These yeah. Bikes aren't cheap. <laughs> no, they are not. They are not. So um, that's a long, long yeah, to no, question. Yeah, no. Okay, so
1: the other one. So I got a couple more. Um, all right, long endurance races or even any races in general. I I've I've seen a lot of women. They are like they get an A plus in training, right? But then the day of the race, they just, like, go dumb, you know? And they, like, they can't get their head right. It's like the stress of the race just makes them explode. Like, they can't handle it. And so the question is, like, what? what's your advice on getting the head game right the day before and the day of mm-hmm. a race? Because mm-hmm. it really sucks to spend five months training for a race Busting and then – You've put all the hard work in, and now the easy part is like lining up to the line. Like, why are you messing that up? Mm -hmm. What are some tips to to like just do that one little final piece,
3: which is I think the most important 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 one. Yeah, I think it. I I think it backs up quite a bit to what what's your focus, anyways? Right? There's so many great races to be to be participating in. And so for, for me personally, it's choosing your A race. And then the other races are, are either going to help you get to that A goal or they are going to get you connected to your, to your community and your people and your girlfriends. Um, or they're going to help you build a specific skill. And that's it. Like, it's not about, it's not about performing at that particular race. It's about, oh, this is, this race is for me to meet my A goal. So that for me, like that's really important. Um, I think there are are certainly a a ton of people where it's like, nope, I, I go and I love it. And that's great. I'm, I'm much more of a process. If you ever listen, listen to Payson, mm-hmm. Payson McElvin's um, podcast, he will talk to his, you know, to, to other great riders or other great endurance athletes. And he'll say, are you, are you a racer or are you, are you a trainer? And I love the, I, I do love the process. I love to race when it's my A race. I love to race when it's, you know, the, the B races, but those I'm very like, I, I don't race a ton. And when I do it, it's for a particular reason. And the expectations are set for each race for that
1: specific goal. Yeah. Like I hear Corey saying it all the time. I mean, he goes to a race just as a warm-up to open the legs up for his next race.
3: Right. Or he's thinking about cyclocross. (laughs) I mean, you know, he's like,
1: oh, I'm a few months down the road. So know the expectation and mm -hmm. the goal long before going in. And it's not every single race to just... Um, everyone because you can't you guys experience here don't try to make every race an a race but
3: I mean but there are I mean there are people who love the racing and they thrive off of that and that's cool if that's you that's not me you know like I'm I'm totally for those. I'm totally for those racers. <laughs> and, and I'm the opposite. That's but, the one thing I have but not you, figured you out great. Because you're an intense, like your gift is intensity. Right. Like that, that is, is true. totally mm-hmm. your gift. Sure. Right. Like you, you've said it yourself. I have the top end. Not this girl. Like I'm like, Oh, I will come out and you're play. For the long I will long come out and play about three times a, a year. And then if <laughs> you, you see me you other do, times, I'm okay. You murder it. I well, mean, I've, I don't I've learned, I murder I've, but. no,
1: I've learned from you guys like you'll you'll come out to a race, and I'm like, she don't even she's not even what's going on here I just and, beat and Heather, and I just beat Heather by thirty five minutes, yeah, and then <sighs> and then you come out to your a race and we're within like twenty seconds. I was like, where did that come from? Oh.
3: She had a mission and it wasn't the other one. It was not the other one. No. So, I mean, that, I think that's the, that's the backup. But then I think when you're actually, when it gets closer to the race, I like to go to mantras and then I like to go one. So, whatever it is for that race, like sometimes the mantra is something I pick up, you know, that I've been thinking about or something that I've really been focusing on or something I know that is going to be difficult in that race. So it might be as simple as like, okay, turn the legs, turn the legs, turn the legs, turn the legs. Um, You know, it can be something else as like be brave, be brave, be brave, you know. So I I kind of pick a mantra for for each race depending on not only what my goals are, but also what my focus are and sometimes what my, my quote unquote weakness is. Like, let's, let's slap that bitch up, right? Yeah. You know, let's get her out of here. I'm like
1: sick of not being a climber. So the first thing I'm going to do on the first hill is I'm going to blast that sucker.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That, not, that would not be my route. If but. nothing else, just, <laughs> to, for you. just to say that I can't. But yeah. you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, not And don't, don't settle for a limiter. Attack it. Yeah.
3: And yeah. turn it not into today. an advantage. Not, yeah, today. not today. Not today. You know, whatever it is. So I come up with a mantra, you know, that I kind of refer back to. The other big thing is like when you're really, when you hit it, when you hit the dark spot, when you hit the doubt is, I, I think Kate Courtney has talked about this and she's referenced it to her, her world cup when is you focus on what you can do in the moment. And that's kind of, that's kind of what it's been is like, okay, what can I do now? Okay. I feel like ass. What can I do? Okay. I can eat. Why am I feeling it? So control okay. the things that you yep, your control own power what you can, can control. What can I do now? Right. Like that's the question I come back to is what can I do now? Okay. If that means, okay, well, you feel, you feel like trash, but there's a wheel you can catch up on, burn a match, burn a match, Heather, go after it. Um, and some, t- and, and that seems to do it, you know, at Lutzen, I started cramping actually at about I didn't start cramping, but I could, I knew I was going to cramp. Like I felt a twinge. Um, speaking of like that, you know, so, so yeah, common. like You're knowing like, your body, oh! that's what I'm talking about. I was like at mile 40, I was like, what is this? This is not right. Does to have this? a can
1: of Pedialyte right now?
3: <laughs> For the love of God. <laughs> turns out it was my, my fit was a little bit off, which Isaac, uh, helped me with. Um, so I, am I'm, I'm hopeful that that'll prevent things in the future, but I was like, okay, well, what can you do now? Well, turns out you're going to stop at every Aid every station. station, and you're going to eat a banana, and then you're going to grab that, you know, those those Cliff with the extra sodium, you know, and you're going to make sure you have enough water. So, just kind of coming up with a game plan, and sometimes even as you're, you know, if all you can do is come up with a game plan, that takes you your, your mind off I of think. the pain. Yeah, I
1: well, and I think a game. Plan is so important. So I come from soccer and before every game, you know, visualization is Mm -hmm. so underrated and probably the most important thing. So, so I, I used to visualize myself like doing a double scissors, tapping it to the right and firing it into the upper 90. Like, you you know, like you, you played out different plays in your head. And so in mountain biking, I think it's really important to try and pre-ride any, Trail first of all that you're you're gonna ride. I know some of these long ones yeah not, gonna not work, but a lot of them, a lot of them, a lot of them you can and do it as much as as you can. And then what you do is you see yourself riding the trail. So at Camrock, I knew that trail, so I literally Friday night, you know, and I went to bed, and then when I woke up on Saturday morning, or race day. I played out the entire race in my head, and then I had an A, B, and C plan. Yes. Okay. So have have your plans worked out. So when a doesn't work, you're not freaking Mm -hmm. out. So these are just ways to, to set yourself in a good place. So you, you know, your head is in the right place. And again, Mm -hmm. it's like the things you can control and you focus on, on that versus, you know, the nerves in your stomach where you're just like, Oh, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, some people paint their nails. Before a race, like something that calms you down, I think, um, really good nutrition the day before and the day of, I might not eat very good all the time, but I am on point the day before Mm -hmm. and the day of, you know, making sure you just like do all those things right leading up to it, the hydration, knowing the course, um, knowing hopefully a little bit about your competition and having a game plan, Mm -hmm. you know, so you can go in there and you're like, yeah, I'm going to. I got this thing versus, oh, uh,
0: yeah. what am I going to do? And,
1: and, like, no, and again, the expectations too. Like, Don't go in necessarily, okay, I'm going to you know, want to crawl in a hole and die if I don't win. If, if, if you're not in competition for that, like don't necessarily go after the fastest person, right? Like I used to pick people off one by one, you know? I'd pick someone, I'd be like, okay, she's the one I'm after now. And yep. then she's the one I'm after now. Yep. You know, or do I want to get third? Do I want to get a podium in my age group? You know, you, you know, those types of things. And make sure those goals are realistic, or else you're just going to be disappointed.
3: Yeah. I think, I think you hit on another important thing. You said an A, B, and C game plan. And I also think an A, B, and C goal is really important. Goal yeah. number one, Live. Just live, right? Like, in any race, it's like, just live to just see tomorrow. finish. Yeah, wa- finish. walk out of this thing without yeah. a broken hamstring. Yeah. yeah, I mean, truthfully, it is like, okay, A goal, it's like lightning and a Don't bottle. Don't crash. Right? Like, that's like, this would be an amazing result. Yes, I could do it, but... Shit's gonna have to go real, real, real good, perfect. yeah. And beagle like that's the that's the really realistic goal. Like that's a, I know my competition. I know a little bit about this course. If you're not able to pre write it, I know about my fitness. This is probably what I'm capable of. That's what I'm going for. And then your seagull actually might be live. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna make it. Walk home from yeah. this alive. You know, don't you know don't X Y and Z. um or whatever it might be. So I think that's the other thing is, is well, being thoughtful about this your is, goals.
2: This is interesting that you guys are talking about this because somebody coming new back into things, I don't know what the competition is. Yeah. I was standing down at the bottom of the camera kill. I don't no know idea anybody is. I'm who like that? I'm pointing at, like, I'm, like, eyeing people up. Like, <laughs> okay, you know, who's faster than who? Trying to figure everything out. I have no clue. So... I mean, really, my goal it was. I had an A or B goal. It was either like po- podium. That's what I wanted. Podium or finish. That was it. There was like no, no in between.
3: between. <laughs> well, you can come uh, up with a B one, I
1: know, and you right? weren't as stressed because you you had realistic expectations. You can't come back to your first race and be like, "Yeah, I'm going to do it whimper. overall," I or s- be pissed if you don't. You, you, but you, you know, know you, you s- had it in line, right? Right.
2: And when someone coming back, it's like that's kind of the mentality I was in is picking people off because I oh, don't yeah. know any better. It's just like, all right, the next one, all right, do it. how much energy do I wait waste? How much energy do I use to pass this person? You know, is it worth it? Do I just stay here? Nope, I gotta go. Yeah. You know, the making those decisions is after coming back it's it's hard. You're not you're not sure um when to make the move. When When's the right time? to I do it still that,
1: right yeah. I don't know that <laughs> So is. what do you guys do when you're in the middle of the race and you are deep, deep, deep into that cave? And you are in a dark place. And there's just, the, like, a lot of pain. <laughs> what do you do? Like, what's going on in your head to keep going, to push past it? Because everybody knows in biking, like, I line up to the start of every race, and I'm like, God, I'm about to be in so much pain. Like, why do I do this? Like, this is going to hurt so
3: bad. Which is what makes you such an amazing, <laughs> amazing rider and athlete who's just killing but it. But what, what do you do to I'll push put myself through in that. that position? That's oh, please. please. Oh, my god, it's, Are you
2: kidding me? I was, like, running into things. Like, that last lab, I, don't, I didn't have enough to eat. I needed a goo or a gel or something. I needed something. I didn't. I didn't take it with me. I'm like, oh, this water bottle will be fine. And I didn't have that. And I, that last lap, I was running into the trail. You things. were in the I was running lately. on the yeah. trail. I was like,
3: what is wrong with me? Oh, like, <laughs> low blood sugar. Yeah. I yeah. Be doing It turns out. Like you're right about now. on the verge of
2: passing out. Yes, you know? exactly. <laughs> I'm like, just finish. Just finish. You got this. Yeah. So it like was. Like the vision is going. Yeah. Like next time I need to take something with me, <laughs> for sure.
3: I always err on the side of caution with food and nutrition. Mm-hmm. You know, like I know that being light on the bike is super key. <laughs> I'd like an extra 100 100 calories in my back pocket. No, you're smart. I hate it.
1: It, It's been years, and I still haven't got that. There's been two races already this year that I've bonked out so hard and just had to fight through the bonk because I didn't have enough – nutrition it's yeah. so dumb
3: like when are you gonna learn that just yeah. like bring extra yeah bring it's extra. better to have more than oh my enough gosh early. yeah and a goo pack it's a goo pack I know, you know right? like maybe it's not the best like just whatever it, it works yeah it's it's 100 100 but what quick you, towels.
1: what's going on in your head in the dark place mm.
3: it'll get better and i think part of like that's what's going on in my head it'll this is part of it that this will get better. And I think that for me, like part of that is a very big difference between running and cycling. Running, you're just, you're out, like there is no easy run that's going to take it off of your legs. With running, it's sort of, or with cycling, it's very much like, again, what can I do now? And knowing it'll get better. Okay. You're in it, Heather. This sucks. This hurts. You don't feel good. Whatever it might be, it'll get better what can you do now? Like, I just go back to those, those things. I go back to if it's mountain biking in a very technical race, I go back to the basics. Okay. You know, like focus you know, on cornering. Yep. Yep. Get your, get bike your bi- rear tire bike, over the rock bike, bike body separation. Okay. Look, look where you want to go, you know, find the tangent you, whatever it is. I go back to the basics. Even if it's like, okay, this kills me right now. I just, I can't put the power down. Okay, I'm going to down, I'm going to downshift and I'm just, I'm going to turn so I can keep on moving just and still make, like yeah, something. yeah. I mean, and and I think part of that is the mantra too, where it's mm-hmm. like, sometimes you're just like, you know, progress, 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 don't, you know, and it, and I think that's the other thing. It's like, it's not the don't do, it's the what can you do? Because I think even that can open up some negativity, but you know, and then sometimes it is just like, all right, well, I'm gonna pop I another just, gel say, I right just now. I just
1: singing, like whatever <laughs> song was in my head during the
2: pre ride in my in my headphones. Yeah, and distraction, I a a distraction. distraction. <laughs> It's so funny. You said, "Look where you go, want to go." Like I do that. I'm like. Focus focus, focus, like where am I looking? Where am I going? Uh-huh. I do that, I say it out loud, too, yeah, especially if I'm scared or nervous, like if I say it out loud, it just makes it better,
3: yeah, I think the other thing too that I do is like I just i this is gonna sound very crunchy, but it's true. I just try to be in that moment and like practice some gratitude, pain is gasoline, baby, you know, like it, like the the biggest part that I hurt and Lutzen. Ninety nine er, I was just very much like, wow, just gorgeous up here. Can you believe that this place exists? <laughs> like, look at that perfect robin eggshell blue sky and these trees. And oh my god, is that a little pine? I smell, you know. But that's also pine like, is the best. I have to tell you, <laughs> very good. So I'm, I mean, I come by that pretty naturally. I'm a pretty positive Patty versus a negative Nancy. But that's the other thing is I, I do like. Okay, this sucks. But holy moly, do you remember those six months that you couldn't bike at all? You couldn't you were on Crotchet? Like remember that. Like you get to be out here. And this is the day that we've been waiting for. And we, you know,
1: pain in that situation. This is part of the game. This is part of the game. You're ready for this. Before all of the technology I always knew I wasn't going fast enough and and if I didn't feel pain. So that like I didn't base heart rate or power or watts or speed or any of that. It was just I would go until I'd feel pain.
3: Girl, you finally using a power meter?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not in the races, but like on on my cross bike, I do. Yeah. Don't even, ugh. It's like, it is no wonder you're so fast on the road, my gosh. Um, All right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the show today. This has been super awesome. And uh, so, yeah, thank you. But let's uh, take a quick break. And when we come back, it's uh, Total World Gnome Domination. Da-da-da. Welcome back. It's my favorite part of the show. Current, Current affairs. affairs. <laughs> Gomez <laughs> got a wahoo? wahoo. Is he getting
3: tacky? You did.
1: Wahoo?
0: Yeah, I, I pitched a story to Wahoo about teaching a baby boomer uh, how to use a GPS computer, how to integrate a GPS computer into their daily cycling life, and I are that baby boomer. <laughs> that is brilliant.
1: Nice awesome. work.
0: See, I'm
3: very impressed. Well,
1: I worked on a Gen X over here, oh, Miss sure. and she's got it down now. Totally. So. I'm sure we can like, you know, get you like, can in.
2: Wait, you can't bike on it though, unless you're using a program. You can't well, just you have bike.
1: a Wahoo cop- computer that you put on your bike when you're actually riding it outside.
3: Which is essentially Which is the Wahoo is replacing from the, the trainer. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I don't have
1: that so your yet. Strava right now is off your phone.
2: Right, but right? you can't just like get on your bike and bike. You have to be on a program, With, like on the trainer. Right. Yeah, I tried that. It didn't work.
0: And you guys were talking about uh, about training programs. Wahoo just bought Sufferfest training software. Mm-hmm. They just right. bought that company. So they'll be offering training programs through the Wahoo. That's cool. There's so many resources
1: now yeah. for training. Uh um, I mean, just find one and stick, and
2: stick oh, for with sure. it, There's right? There's so many. What's the virtual one that you can see yourself riding on? The a Zwift. Roller? Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, what's your next race?
1: All
2: right. Uh, I
1: am. My next A race is the Order Shore. I'm going to just. I'm just going to put this out yeah. there. And this put is it out bold there. Fucking a. Fucking statement. I want to win this bitch. All right. <laughs> I am. I, Sick and tired. I have gotten. I have crashed out. I have gotten flats. My bike, mechanicals, bike seats going up. I've gotten seventh, fourth, third, and second. And it is time time. to throw down. So it's in five weeks. It's coming up. I'm going for it. Come on out because I'm coming at you. <laughs> so, um, I, I was going to do the Wars Alpine, uh, the Wars Cup this weekend, but it was like freaking raining. I was and really proud of you. By like, the way. forget it. I'm done with that. I'm not in the series. I don't need it. So, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do training sessions for Order Shore. So, the next five weeks are like completely dedicated to training specifically. For that race, I am totally learning from the Stelgi over there, and,
0: and you're going down to the Palos meltdown, yeah, to, which I am using to sharpshoot those those fibs
1: yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as a warm up.
1: Hey, hey, Illinois! In case you want to come up to Marquette, Michigan, here's what you're going to get a taste of.
3: Yeah. No, but I but literally
1: after uh, it's a
3: perfect example of periodization.
1: But after Corey had his interview about how he used one of the Wars races to warm up for the Lutzen, I immediately was looking up races that were going on the weekend before, and I didn't choose the Wars lacrosse because it isn't a similar course. It's, it's just like up and down yeah. and a, a lot of tight single track where order Shore is wide open. Mm-hmm. Well, the Palos course is much flatter, and it's more like 20 miles. was so like, oh, warm-up
3: race. yeah, Yeah.
0: And? It actually has buried nuclear waste. On so the don't cor- drink the water.
3: The- <laughs> no, bring your own. Bring your own. Bring your but, own. but don't I'm worry.
0: Like, the government put a big concrete, like, they Super poured concrete subs. all over it. I'm going to drink that. Maybe I'll turn into Superwoman Ooh, or something. Nope. <laughs> I was thinking that, that that was your superpower, is your uh, undying It's quest in the water. to kill everyone. Ha 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 ha. Well, not kill them, just beat them. No. I think that's also
3: a great example too, where it's like, I mean, yes, lacrosse isn't great, and like I feel like wars would be real easy to slip into. Like, well that was my issue Dallas last
1: year bit. is yeah. I was trying to, you know, dip into some of these endurance races, but I yeah. kept racing all the wars. Yeah. And it, it it's too much tapering. Yeah. Like you can't train the way you need to long-term or for these one-off races like you and Corey do and do a full season of short XC races. It's just, it's not going to work. Yeah. Or, so, or you
3: can, but then you... You pay the price. Yeah, or you just are like, okay, well, I'm I'm going to do this. I'm going to use the wars race as like an effort between a big ride. I'm going to warm up for an hour. Yeah. I'm going to cool down for an hour. And even then, like, you still have to hold back from like... I'm going to dig myself a hole. Which is
1: hard for an A-type personality yep. that has to put the pride aside and be like, the mission yeah. here is not to win. It is to prime yep. for something prime the pump. else. Prime the pump. Yeah, so I'm, like, making it go.
3: I've been watching. I noticed you didn't race last week. Was like, <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. Learning. She
2: got it.
0: So, Sherry, where's your next race?
2: Um, I'm going to Waukesha.
3: Yeah. For the wars. For the wars.
2: Yep. In two weeks, right? Next weekend. Not this weekend. The following weekend. Yep. yep.
0: Manuka County Park.
2: And I've never ridden there before, so it'll be fun.
0: There's big piles of rocks there. Is there? Yeah.
3: Hmm. It's a nice, tight. It's
1: it's a tight course. It's It's a good course. It'll be good for you. Good.
0: And no buried nuclear waste that we're (laughs) aware of.
1: So if you are at Manuka for the wars race, find the blondest prettiest girl in the broken spoke pink and she'll have uh, little coupon cards for elements <laughs> massage <laughs> yes
2: yeah, so i'll have three little kids running beside me and easy to spot bright pink bike right yeah and
1: a husband in in red right and blue <laughs>
2: exactly
0: <laughs> and then heather where we're, where where are you bringing your uh your one person show? You're actually you're you're like a couple show. It's yeah, like Yeah.
3: We're galloping out into the west. Oh yeah? Yeah, so we're headed over to Leadville uh, August 10th to do the Leadville 100 so starting cool. soon, at 10,000 <gasps> feet. It starts there. Yeah. Uh it goes up to 12,000 in elevation and I think there's 20 to there's a ton of climbing. I don't. So wanna, do you have like an oxygen coat. tank in your Camelback? <laughs> I've been considering it.
0: Are you bringing <laughs> like your book for, for autographs? Because. That's a, a race where you could rub yeah. elbows with the likes of Dave Ween's or <laughs> I don't need another graph, I'll just unzip Lance. my <laughs> Just bring my tattoo gun.
3: Yeah, I'm just going to unzip that, pull down the old brasier and be like, how about here? I'm no, just kidding. Um, sorry, I'm thinking about rock stars, you know. Uh, no, so we're headed west and, and doing that, and um, that, I mean, that's really the... That's, that's pretty much the focus. Uh, the other focus has been getting the bike ready. So I stopped by Neff Cycle Service yesterday for a, a little smidge on the fit. Um, you make some changes there to, to make the old bicycle real dialed. And um, that, I think that's the the big part there that we'll be focusing on is minimum, you know, I think those, I think that's the other thing when you're doing endurance and you go to those dark spots is like, Do I have, have I done everything that I could? Okay. Yep. Get my bike, get my bike fit to precision. Yes. I did everything I could. Did I do a little bit of research on some different nutrition so I don't cramp? Yes, I did. Whatever it might be. So.
0: Pickle juice.
3: Yeah. I can't wait to hear how that went.
0: Well, just remember
3: my sea, my seagull
1: come back alive. What about you Gomez, the token man in the show?
0: That's you. Well, goal? <laughs> his, I'm looking his forward to learning the how to work my Wahoo. wahoo.
1: <laughs> wahoo. <laughs> so
0: anyway, I I was like, so
1: they definitely we need should, to
0: sponsor the show
3: after this. <laughs> yeah. We
0: should we should do a skit. <laughs> All
1: eight of our listeners are oh gonna go God. buy a wahoo <laughs>
3: <laughs> They're great. Corey uses a Wahoo I now like the Wahoo computer. I said computer. we should
0: we should do a skit where Leia tries to teach me. How to do the wow, and she's like, Oh my god, that would be so funny because <laughs> I have no idea. Ryan no, doesn't know, yeah,
2: because you would ask her a bunch of questions, she wouldn't know. Like, I would sorry. give you
0: Ryan's phone number. <laughs> so it turned out that Leia's gonna borrow me uh, Ryan for a while, and I'm right. gonna have a private tutor, so it's gonna work out pretty good.
2: Wait, I do have a question. So when you're outside with the computer, with the Wahoo computer, it figures your wattage.
1: If, if you have like power pedals,
2: power pedals, yeah, yeah, or
1: or like a power tap on your crank arm, so fun. it's more spending,
2: it's big spending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And, All right. You, but, and right
0: now you can't get it on you. I guess with power pedals you could do it. I mean, I have bike. a cadence, You could, bike. but there's there's a prototype different. now. I saw. Like I don't bike. put
1: the pedals on my mountain bike or my fat bike because yeah. there's, you know, you got unclip no. and stuff. I only have it. I use it on the road, mm. but well, with the Wahoo foot. computer, you don't have to have power. You just don't monitor power. You you go by heart rate. Heart rate.
3: Yeah, the old and, fashioned but way. but the thing is, you've been <laughs> well, the old-fashioned way still has a it still has a really important role. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I'm hoping for some sort of bio rhythm chart <laughs> so I can be like chart my moods.
3: And... <laughs> they have an app for that. Kind of. I'm
0: Kate hoping to measure- uses
3: some app. <laughs> Yeah. What is that? To her heart?
1: It, no, it, it like oh, tells her how she's feeling or something. Yeah. <laughs> based on her sleep yeah. and the training and all that.
3: Oh,
2: we need to get this app.
3: Yeah. And then there's another, like I follow. So here's the other thing. As a female athlete, get yourself Instagram and follow. Oh, you. you've got to. Follow your heroes. You got to
1: follow Yolanda Neff, Anika Langved, uh, Kay Courtney, Emily Batty. You guys. Speaking of our training. Find these women online and you, you know what else you do? You go to Red Bull TV and you watch the UCI World Cup races are phenomenal. Like if you're on a trainer or you want to get pumped up Mm -hmm. for something, you watch these women race and they
0: are
3: badass. Yeah.
0: This yeah. is really good point. Super because exciting. You need heroes. Leia's going to send me all those links and all those <laughs> names, and we're going to have those in the show notes, and you'll be able to actually click on it's there so and sweet. then just It's free. It's Red follow. Bull TV yeah.
1: on your phone or on a computer, and it, it is awesome watching. Because yep. right
0: there, that was, that was a good nugget. Yeah. Boy, that was a good nugget. Way to just go. Just throw nuggets at you way Nuggets to, left. Way to and go. guys too. Way you to go watch oh, them to too. the show. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing, is with, with Kate Courtney, she said, you know, after I, I won, like all of a sudden I didn't just ride good for a girl. She rode just rides good. good. I yeah. Rode good. And she's like all of a sudden I mean she's a she's an attractive person. I mean, you could apply just any sort of ratio to her face. She's she's a she's an attractive human being. And she wasn't just a pretty biker anymore. She was like a pretty biker who's pretty good for a girl on the Trail. She was just a kick-ass cyclist. Yeah. You could just nail that.
1: She's not one of the best in the world for women. She is one of the best mountain bikers yeah. in the world. Yeah, out of all my right. mountain and bikers, we got to stop
3: losing that. Right. I mean, World Cup soccer. Yeah, I mean, look at the things, women. Like, why are we going to throwing down?
1: down. Yeah. You know? Er, like let's earn Sorry. some more. Oh, this, okay, this is another topic for another <laughs> that's, week.
0: That's that's Heather just snort, <laughs> snorting huge <laughs> lines of coke. <laughs> it's a huge party here.
3: Is that snot finally, or coke?
0: We'll never finally, tell you. It's Pepsi. No, uh, now we're finally we're getting to the point. What I really wanted to talk about, which was the double standard and. And, but, you know, I can't really talk about it, but you guys are getting into it. And we're an hour and 20 yeah, minutes I mean, into the it, show. it can be safe for another show, but yeah, it's definitely yeah, yeah. something
1: that needs, should be talked about. Um,
3: yeah, no God, big deal if even, a football player, you know, if, you if a male started. swears and says something or celebrates or. Well, if, if does a guy dance. celebrates,
1: he's a freaking hero. And if Megan Rapinoe celebrates, she's arrogant. Yeah. Well, you know what? Like, I am so tired mm. of. You know, this, this whole thing where be a good get little girl, be quiet little girl, stay your place in line little girl, be happy but don't celebrate too loud, nope. do good at work but don't have too big of a voice. I mean, I am over it. And I feel like a lot of the women have been getting kickback on that even now. And it's like, it's time to fight back. I'm sorry, at the Bora Epic, I was in a line, I was like fourth person back to get into the single track and I freaking swiped in front of these dudes to get my place and they started yelling at me oh you're cheating what are you doing wait in line are you freaking kidding me because you know why that was is cuz I'm a lady and they're thinking, "Oh, I'm gonna she's gonna have to she's gonna slow me down. She's gonna slow me down." So we got a bitch at her, but you know what? I talked to like 6 dudes. I didn't tell them the scenario. I was like, "Look, if you were out to win a race and you were up against a bunch of dudes, and the, the key is to get into that single track first. Would you wait in line to get into that single track first, or would you freaking pop off as many people as you could? Pop
3: them off. Yeah, Absolutely. Exactly.
1: That was the answer from all of them. And I said, you know what? I did that. And these guys were whining like freaking babies. You know what? Oh, and guess what, dude? None of you guys saw me after that. You didn't come and pass me, you didn't catch me. I was right where I belonged uh-huh. in front of you. Because guess what? I'm in it to win a race. Like, I get it if it's a mass start and you're not in to win it. Like, fine. Wait in line. Because the dudes, they're like 50 people back. Right? But because I'm a woman, they were yelling at me. And it's like, it like got in my head during the race. And I was like, I'm going to show these freaking guys. Dude, I took off on them. <laughs> that's but awesome. that's the thing. It's like, okay, so the Women's World Cup, the, the women win. You got to find something to bring them down.
0: Yeah, you, you can't
1: know? just celebrate like that Like you trip. can't just celebrate. You gotta f- oh, 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 celebrate too much, or you know, it's like give me a men's world break. cup. Oh, oh, she won. Goals. Well, yeah, she she jumped in line in front of me, dude. You weren't you you were like ten minutes behind
3: me by the end of the race. Like, come on. Also, if you wanted to be ahead of me, just push it. Like, yeah, like sorry. Throw the jet. I mean, on. I'm, you know, I'm not the best. I'm not the best skills rider. And so it's a very different experience for me because I'm sort of like, oh, yeah, sorry. Like, you're like well, you're go, like oh, well, you Ooh. might be like, okay, you can go by. Like you, you you know. Yeah, but if I if I pass you later on in the flat section. I don't get mad at you for that? I don't get mad at you for that. And then also like <laughs> I get passed on if, flats all the time. And if I get if I get into the single track meet for you because I can put it down. That's not your fault? Not my That's fault. my fault. Yeah, yeah. sorry, dude. Maybe you should practice more. Maybe you should, you know what? Maybe you should put down that keg of beer. Whatever. I don't maybe know. Maybe you
2: should get Wahoo with some
1: power.
3: <laughs> <beer>. <laughs> uh, you can really tell a
2: difference though between um, men coming up on them. People who will like, they know you're coming up on them. They'll let you buy, you know, and then other men, you come up on them and you're obviously faster and they just don't want to let you buy. And it's so frustrating. Definitely, you can yeah. tell the difference between.
0: She's got all kinds of tactics to get by.
2: <laughs> dude, Ooh, dude, oh, she,
0: might not, wanna, she <laughs> might not want to. might not want to tell you. i like, dude, you let me buy, I'll get you a beer at the end. <laughs> there
1: you go.
2: I mean, most of them are nice, but you get those guys who don't want to let you buy. So those, I think the not nice guys are not usually the ones
3: who are like killing. I mean, no, not at all. Yeah, it's no, just like is, an ego fest. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Whereas, um, so in the wars races. I, like the Katowin guys, I race with them all the time, so they know me. So when I come up, you know, they part the ways. Like it's, they're so cool, but you know, in these mass starts, yeah. they don't know you. They just do you, think you're do you like
0: slowing do you them like, down. Ra- do you say like race leader and stuff? Because th- I know that I hear the
3: dude say it. I know yeah. the yeah. dude said, they and,
0: they, and they like they make fun of each other. They they give each other a hard time about it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like you know, so. What I'm, my the suggestion is, is the, the
1: thing is, and the double standard is like if a dude did it, it's part of the race, yeah. But a woman did it, so
0: yeah, that's you know, true. Crime that the river. is the double standard, yeah. And I think we should have a double standard ladies' show <laughs> on the next episode. Yeah, so we're just teasing of you of the with Shred Shred Sisters. this. So, if you have Version opinions on this,
1: or you know, I I just talked to a girlfriend today who works in the industry. And she is so funny. This happened on, on today, like right before the show, she was going nuts about like at her work, she's working so hard and she's changing things and she's loud and she's outspoken and, um, definitely not getting the proper credit yet. She's a, you know, she's bossy, she's, bossy, she's bitchy or whatever, but she's getting the job done. But yet if she was a
3: dude, we like the way you, be, we like the way you you'd, are you'd a direct golding.
1: communicator. Yeah, you're a great direct yeah. communicator. Uh, so I, I was like, "Oh man, you, you just came at me with that." So I, th- I think there's a lot going on that we can cover, in, in like in different areas, like in the industry, during races, you know. And then there's the equal, like the payouts. I mean, that's a whole nother thing we could get into. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd say hit us up with some of your thoughts on that. And maybe we get into that. Some other time, if we're ever welcome back, <laughs> <laughs> might, take, <laughs> might take two bottles of wine. <laughs> yeah, well, geez. Exactly. well good, mo- good, 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 good. Miss Molly. <laughs> 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 Thank you to our fabulous guests, Heather and Sherry.
3: Thanks, thanks for having so us. Much for yeah, coming on. What an honor. Yep,
1: Shred Sisters order. spilling it all today at uh, fatbikeradio.com.
0: And uh, today's show has been brought to you by Elements Massage. Experience the difference of our month-to-month membership program, the Elements Wellness Program, and our guarantee, the Elements Promise, all built around our therapeutic, handcrafted, and personalized approach to massage that we call the Elements Way.
1: Check us out on Instagram at fat-bike.com.